Hey everyone, this is Caitlin, co-host of The Main Draw. Uh, Just a quick reminder before this week's episode that our crowdfunding campaign for Racket Magazine, the world's first and only literary tennis quarterly, is nearly done. We're 75% of the way there, and we could use your support, $50 for a four-issue subscription for a year. Um, It's not that much money, but also you're going to get something pretty fantastic, and there's a whole bunch of other stuff that you can choose from, posters and shirts, um, even a prize package to the U.S. Open. Um, And if you're getting this after the crowdfunding campaign is over, you can still subscribe to the magazine at any time, racketmag.com. Check it out, and we really appreciate your support. We're excited to bring it to you this summer. All right, enjoy the show. Hey, Caitlin. Hi, Chris. It's uh, too bad we have nothing to talk about. Yeah, nothing has happened in the tennis world uh, except a major championship and uh, a legend. Legend? I'm going to go with legend. Uh, Got a super serious sentence for doping. Super serious. Super serious. Uh, I think we should start there because the French Open is a few days back. Uh, I do want to talk about it, but um, but yeah, I've been reading all up about Maria Sharapova, who who received a two year ban for two doping. Two year ban, which is intense. Yes, yes. Uh, let's catch people up. Um, she was taking this drug. She has been since two thousand and six. Mildrenate, or something pronounced something like that. Sounds pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to go with your pronunciation. Sure. Uh, over the counter in most of. Eastern Europe and in Russia. I think so. Where yep. she is from. Yep. Uh, treats asthma and heart issues and it like increases circulation. She's been taking it for a decade. This year the rules changed. It is now banned. She claims she didn't read the fine print. Right. And it was caught in her system at two separate drug tests. Yes. Um, and reading the, the the sort of release from the doping agency, it says the manner of its use on match days and when undertaking intensive training is only consistent with an intention to boost her energy levels. So in other words, she had a, a maybe a real reason to do it, but she was taking it, uh, at least in, in the last year, to be better. Got it. And that's how we tell if somebody's cheating. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't directly address it. And, you know, whether whether she was aware of the ban or not. I mean, one, she's responsible to figure that out. And as we talked in the past, like, doesn't she have people to do this? She was like, I didn't click through and blah, blah, blah. Somebody should have clicked through there. Like, uh, you can't. Yeah. We can't give her a pass on that. Right. No, I don't think we can. And I have actually been pretty like pro doping. That's not really true. But I've <laughs> definitely been like pretty like I don't really care that much. Kind are, of. Uh, are you doping right now? Are you doping I right am. now? Actually, I took two performance enhancing pills right before the taping of this podcast. <laughs> you know what? I'm a parent, man. It's like nine o'clock. Sure. I'm like pretty much ready to turn it in. But I'm yep. doing this for the fans. Gutting it out. You know, I, I don't particularly care one way or the other, but. I've seen a lot of things that say she didn't tell anyone on her team she was taking it except for her agent. Right. So, like, the more that is revealed, the more it was, like, pretty clear that there was some shady stuff going on. Yes. Um, and it was kind of openly contradictory. And, like, I want to believe her because I think the tennis game is better with her in it. Sure. But, like, at this point, I feel like, ugh, man, come on. You made this so hard on yourself. And also, like, get a person to read the e-fine print. Yes. And don't take it in a suspicious manner. And... Don't be so dismissive. Like, I think all of these, like, standards and bodies that govern this are, like, 
pretty corrupt and not very consistent and seem to be pretty arbitrary in how they assign blame. Like, right. remember that, like, Richard Gasquet and um, Martina Hingis, both of whom tested positive for cocaine, got, like, slaps on the wrist. Right. And Marin Chilich, who definitely tested positive for something intense, more intense than I think what this thing is, um, only got a couple months. And then uh, somebody who, like, Tro- Victor Troiki, who, like, didn't give his blood when requested for a sample, right. got, like, a slap on the wrist. So it's kind of like, look, dudes, like... I get that it's kind of hard to keep up with this stuff and it's hard to like know exactly how to blame these athletes are, but it seems like there's not even like standards they're applying. Right. They're definitely seemingly like making a lesson out of her. That said, she definitely like majorly fucked up in a way that I don't think I fully grasped until I read some of this stuff. Right. And she could have gotten four years and they knocked it down to two and we should say that she will appeal. And uh, it wouldn't be stunning to have it knocked down on, on appeal, right? Like you wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I don't know. I nothing shocks me. Right. <laughs> wow, that was great. Because I'm on so, so wow. many performance enhancing let's, drugs. Let's talk about uh, let's <laughs> let's talk about that. Like your your grin, mental health, uh, right after the podcast. All right. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> you right. might want to refer me to some therapists. Sure. No, I mean, like, there's talk that they slapped this very intense ban on her with the idea that, of course, it would be like appealed down. And there's a little bit of like um, example making right. going on, anchoring, as they say in uh, behavioral economics. Do they say that? Yeah, sure. I mean, you start high so that or low so that as the negotiations go on, you still end up with something you want. I see. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like what is happening. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Use of a term. Sure. Um, I do have to say, uh, regardless of whether she gets it um, lessened, which seems probably pretty likely because the international bodies probably want her back. Right. Um, knowing that she had lost the hearts and minds of both Andy Murray and Roger Federer, two uh, people who I think of, of being like, if I found out they were doping, I would actually be like super heartbroken. Right. Um, and like Federer was like, I support zero tolerance. I support this ban. I actually think that everyone should have their blood samples kept on file for years to come and yeah. like continually tested in the, with the idea that like when testing techniques catch up with some of the stuff that people have been doing this whole time, right. they can retroactively have their title stripped, which was like, Whoa, like I, super aggro. I know. Like, I kind of got the feeling he was talking about somebody specific when he was saying that. Right. I mean, Judy Murray too, pod favorite Judy Murray. Um, yeah. If she's he's lost zero Judy, he's lost middle America. <laughs> exactly. God, she's great, and God, it's bad uh, to be on the wrong side of her. Like, she was like, we should be retroactively taking away titles and so forth. Like, that's pretty hardcore, and I think, right. I mean, it's kind of hard to argue against that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, again, I'm no, like, I don't particularly, like, feel like this is the hill that I need to die on, but, like, if you've lost Judy Murray... (laughs) You know what? You're done. It's over. Okay, Um, so... What I want to get at here is... Two years, let's say maybe she like appeals it down to one year. All right, but let's say for the purpose of this conversation, two years. That puts her at 30. Uh, yeah, well, she's 29 right now, I think. Oh, that, is she? So, yeah. okay, it puts her at 31. Right. I don't, that's tough. That is tough. That is tough. I mean, she and her game are not like Kimiko Date here. Like, she's not going to play into her mid 30s. Great Kimiko Date reference, which I think five people listening to this might get. (laughs) For anybody who's watching, Kimiko Date Crum, uh, one of the longest playing players on the tour, like in her early 40s. Oh, easily, Um, yeah. And very smooth, 
retriever kind of game, not like big power tennis, not certainly tearing off her rotator cuff, um, no. which is something that Maria Sharapova actually did a couple of years ago and right. took her a few years to rehab. So right. yeah, like her game is not exactly low impact. And so I'm not sure it's conducive to like being able to be sustained well into your thirties. She's right. also like really tall. And I think that that, I think it's harder for bigger people to like, you know, endure like all that absorption on your shocks. Sure. Sure. That's sure. a thing, right? On your shocks? Sure. On your, your uh, human shocks? Sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a medical doctor. That's another yeah. thing that is a fun fact about me. Right. Um, so, yeah, it seems like that actually, like, has the chance to, if not end her career, then certainly, like, make it pretty meaningless into her 30s. I would love to see her come back from it, obviously. Yeah, I don't think she's going to, like, be like, well, all right, I'm going to hit the model circuit. You know what I mean? Like, I think she's going to be... Uh, um, she's going to try to come back. It's like, I think the interesting question to me is like, is her career as a top 10 player done? Right. And then if you're banned for two, two years, like what happens? Is she going to have to play challengers? Like, are we going to watch Michelle probably playing challengers in two years? Oh how my God. That would be that... so entertaining. <laughs> I know. Well, I guess he did it. Up. Did he? <laughs> yeah, sure. When uh, he was on his way back, uh, he played challengers. Oh, he had to I'm go back sure. to the challengers after he won grand slams. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you forget he like kind of fell out of it. Like I think in the late nineties, uh, he played challenger series tournaments to work his way back. I mean, he did really, really quickly. Right. But, um, but like even a day on a challenger circuit. Exactly. Like have you ever been to a challenger tournament? No, no. Haven't you played in one? Well, no, I played in the thing that you need to win in order to qualify for a challenger tournament, which you then need to win in order to get into a real tournament. Right. So I was like two exponential levels uh, right. down from that. Right. But I can tell you, having been to some, like there's like four people in the stands right. and like, there's like maybe a guy with like a cooler with Gatorades. It's not like, you know, Pim's cups. Right. Right. Are you retrieving your own balls or are we Oh still... yeah. I'm not even sure there's line judges. Oh wow. Okay. Well then man, if she plays a challenger, I don't care if it's a, you know, Let's go be ball people. Oh, <laughs> that's what we should do. Just offer. Just be like, whatever, whatever you can do. And, be, and and our reason won't be because we have a tennis podcast. It will be because we don't want to see Maria. Get her own balls. Get her own balls. Just for dignity's sake. And we'll travel around with her We're through all her challenger tournaments just so... The world doesn't see her like that. Never. Hung, hung you that can low. be the towel person, and I'll just do t- toss the balls, and then she can toss them back to me if she doesn't like that particular ball for serving. Exactly. I love how much time on this podcast we devote to figuring out other jobs we could or should be doing that <laughs> we, are, don't involve like our day jobs. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The Challenger tournament, like. Should Oof. definitely go and see. I don't her know, there. man. She's like Maria Sharapova has somebody professionally f- photographing her Instagram. Right. Like, there is no way that she is going to deign to set foot in a challenger tournament. That is so crazy to think of. I mean, that, um, there's But just, I hope it happens in some weird way so that we can witness it. I hope it happens, too. I mean, I, like, but, like, I need to learn more about the mechanics, right? Because she could, maybe she'll just get enough wild cards, right? Because, like, everybody's going to want to have Yeah, all back. the tournaments would super want her to come back. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Totally. Wow. Uh, this is this has added an entire new dimension. I just figured she would like go and like be a you know professional candy mogul who occasionally like photographs <laughs> avocado toast. Right, right. On no, social media. No, what I want is like a two year long eighties boxing montage, like up in a mountain. For sure, like hearts on fire <laughs> while she's like hearts on fire. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but two but two years of of hearts on fire. 
<laughs> yeah, the montage just like continues and continues. <laughs> you're uh, like, oh man, this is getting pretty bleak. Yeah. Also, she's Russian. It's perfect. It's oh, perfect. Man. Right. You, right. You and really she's even it. she's even from Siberia, isn't she? Or her family? Yeah. Pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. She's all set. Um, good call. She's right. got like a team of huskies. Right. Although, if you're from Siberia, like, where do you go from there to be hardcore? Right. Like, if that's home, I don't know. I don't know what happens next. She goes to the jungles. The jungles. She just totally flips the script. Right. <laughs> right. She's like dodging orangutan stuff and like snakes. Right. Wow. Perfect. Well, Maria, come talk to us if you need to figure out what to do with your two ears. We have a lot of ideas. We have a lot of ideas. Um, okay, so French Open. Do we need to talk about it? Uh, only in that uh, it's a rare Grand Slam where both finals bum me out. Wait, the Muguruza Serena Williams final bummed you out? Well, I just want her to win. Like, I'm afraid of like the thing where it's like Serena Williams tears her ACL in the next tournament oh, and she doesn't yeah, match that Stephanie. Would suck. I mean, we were uh, you, you and I texted during the tournament that we were all Muguruza if Serena got knocked out because we both like her a lot. And she played, she like uh, was respectable in that Wimbledon final. Um, but it's bummer to see her lose back to back slam finals. Yeah, you slightly mischaracterized my messaging, which uh-huh. was I am all for Gerbina Muguruza, but I would love to see Serena win it. Right. Um, now I'm a little worried, and you've given yes. me something else to worry about with the injury idea, but right. I'm a little worried that she is just going to kind of stall out here. I think it's just a matter of time. Like Wimbledon, she's almost untouchable. Right. Like it's really not going to be I, much longer to wait, I don't think, for her to tie Steffi Graf and get the 22. But, you know. Right. I think I think she'll probably get to a final where the other player, like Muguruza, the first time hasn't been in a final before and just plays poorly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, I yeah. think I think that'll happen. Which is sort of like that sucks. Like, you want to see her play really well, but what I really want to see is her to just get that last damn Grand Slam final. Yeah, at this point, I agree with you, and I think um, my desire for like a really intense, good tennis match outweighed my desire for history right um but i also like do think that that history is like about to be made and i actually think it'd be cool if she ties steffi at wimbledon and then get get pulled ahead and i say this as somebody who grew up with a steffi graf poster on my wall clearly <laughs> but like and then pulls ahead at the us open yes. to get 23 like that would be really cool and nice and it also would mean that a torch of sorts was passed to Garbina, who I think, you know, as we've talked about, is like one of the few people who can actually beat Serena Williams, not yes. just like be opportunistic if Serena's having an okay day, which is right. the only way other people have ever beaten her. Totally, totally. And she's like, she's distinct. Like she has like a distinct game and she's a distinct personality. I legitimately like her game. Exactly. It's so fun. She just like moves in, moves in, moves in. She's yep. really, she's like a shark. Right. Um, or she has to like keep moving forward. Um, it also seems like she's kind of a B. She's kind of a B, <laughs> which I don't mind. No, I'm not no, 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 no. And she's not. I mean, she's like a B for a purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't mind my like athletes, ruthless female or male. No, I think it's cool. I think it's really but cool somebody too. was like, "What's it like to be with all these other women on tour?" She's like, "We're not friends." <laughs> right. What's it like? Pretty annoying that they're around. And I think her game wise and like. Her her likableness, although it's a different kind, her game, I think she's like a replacement for Lena in a way. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, um, I agree. Which is great because we, we both loved her. In oh, yeah. Lena forever. Yeah. Okay. Female final, I understand why you're upset. Right. You're wrong, but fair. Sure. The men's final, total bummer. Total bummer. And not at all, Sean, if you're listening, not at all because I don't like 
Djokovic at all. And yeah, I, think I actually was, was happy to see him complete the career Grand Slam of one on each surface. Exactly. But um, it was just kind of like, ugh, it was like competitive and then just like ugh. you could see like Andy Murray like slowly sinking into this quicksand of the match. Well, I just, it's just a bummer to see how many he's losing. I mean, he's just getting fucking worked over by Djokovic. I mean, it's interesting that the two he won were against Djokovic. And I just hate just how many finals Andy Murray is losing. Like, I'm an Andy Murray fan because I think temperamentally I'm probably, for better and for worse, more like him than the other good players. Um, But uh, he's just getting, like, he's like, he's in born at the wrong time territory with Djokovic, um, which sucks to watch. And it sucks to watch it happen over and over again. So Yeah, it's getting into, like, I don't want to say it's Andy Roddick because the two of them feel like very different players. Yes. Um, but at the certain point, like you were kind of realized Andy Roddick wasn't going to win many anymore than right. that one that he right. got. And you were just like, Oh man, yeah. this is a sad ending. I don't think that's in store for Murray. I think he's maybe got a chance to break through. Sure. I mean, he's played, I mean, his last two years are probably his best two years on tour. So it's not like it's all over. And like suddenly he's like cut from stone. Like he's clearly like, uh, keeping himself in shape, but um, but yeah, I mean he's like unlucky in that he played against Federer, who never got hurt, and then against Djokovic, who never got hurt. <laughs> and then in between, like a few Nadal on clay matches, exactly. It's just like you know, boy, man, how's yeah. he going to get past that? That's tough. Exactly. Like just you know, in in other eras, you could like count on some of the top players going down, and he just can't right now. So yeah, super bummer. Yeah, it was a bummer. Um, that said, Djokovic got his four. Yep, it's great. I don't. I want you to help me figure out what it is that Djokovic can do. I noticed he started doing this new maneuver that I hate, where he <laughs> like drastically gesticulates down to the bottom of his chest. He looks down and then he looks up, like he's doing some sort of like we all the world kind of right. motion, where he like sends his heart energy out to different areas of the crowd. <laughs> it's, I almost threw up describing it. It's really tough. I know if Sean were here and I'm trying to be fair, that he would be like, it's awesome. No, <laughs> nobody's ever loved winning and being part of it. So I don't want to take that away from him. Sure. But it's just tough. What can Novak Djokovic do to like, just silence the haters, which have in times included the both of us and, and just like win us over. Uh, yeah. So I think, I was giving this some thought and I think like just for America and this may not work for you and me, but just like to tap into our, our market. Remember when he wore that, uh, FDNY hat, uh, after he won, <laughs> like what if he just wore that all the time? And I'm talking like even in the Olympics for Serbia, <laughs> it's like D- Davis cup, but he still has an FDNY. Right. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll take it. Okay. FDNY. Okay. Not bad. It. Okay. And then another one would be, uh, another one would be, what if he just retired right now and coached Jack Sock? Like, and like got to the point where, uh, where Jack Sock was like not top 20, but top, top 10. Ah, oh. I mean, it, you know, just like, I think I would have to like Jack Sock more, but I okay. like where, where this is going. Djokovic, the, the elder. Exactly. You don't, you don't like Jack Sock? Do you? Yes. I think he's what? a good dude. And he's surprisingly good at doubles. Yeah. He is very good at doubles. I will give him a lot of credit. He's won a, multiple Grand Slams in doubles. I believe so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He just kind of seems so fratty. His game is, I guess his game is, uh, he, at least it, like he comes into the net for an American man. That's like kind of, uh, 
astounding. But like when you look at him, like compared to like Dominique Team, who's like got this really cool game and is like a one-handed backhand and incredibly stylish. If you happen to catch today's match versus Sam Groth, where he is wearing the Adidas Y3 right. collection, he looked amazing. <laughs> or like that guy Goffin, who's like kind oh, of yeah. wiry and cool, like. You know, there's like obviously some interesting young guys coming up, and like I, it's hard to like Jack Sock has like a chin beard. He does, he does. I think he looks more fratty than he plays, although he yeah. does have the huge, um, the huge forehead, right? So it's a little bit. But but look, I mean, I think we're at the point where, like, yeah, it would be great to have a team, right? Or or or, or a GoFan, but like American male tennis. I think we're not far off from like American male soccer, where we just got to be pretty happy to be competitive. Like, if we make it to the World Cup, we're, like, second round. Yeah, right. Like, if, we make it out of our group kind of thing. Exactly. Anytime an American male, like, what would the equivalent be? Like, make it to the quarters of a slam? Like, if we get an American male that makes it to the quarters of a slam, not counting Isner, uh, Like, we Wim- should all be rallying around, around, like, with, like, flags draped around our shoulders. Yeah, we. I think we need to have that mindset. It's sad, wow, I sad to it say. Got, I, I think it's come it to this. Yeah, I think it's come to that. Really, I mean, it's been a long time. Long time. Yeah, it has. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was going to say Novak, like, coaches like Anna Ivanovich. Oh. Somebody, like, one of his fellow Serbs are, like, Yelena Yankovic, who I think is, like, I wish she did better in tournaments because she's such a crazy person. <laughs> right, that, she's like, great. We, like, her, her antics should be, ex- like, exposed to a wider set of, like, gawkers. Right. Um, and there was a time that she was making quarters and semis uh, all the time. Yep. Um, but yes. Okay. For the sake of America. So FDNY coaching Jack Sock, right. what else could Novak Djokovic do to, to rehab or improve his image among us Westerners? I think, I think so. He married a model who seems perfectly nice. Right. But I think if he could go like the Brooke Shields route and like marry like Jennifer Lawrence or something like that, I think that would help. Yeah, I mean, it's like one of the few things we all agree on. (laughs) Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. She has the power to unite us. Yeah, (laughs) but but definitely. She was on my bus the other day, Brooke Shields. Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah, the M8. She still looks great. Yeah, yeah. Did you say anything to her? Yeah, I said, hey, remember when you were married to Andre Agassi? (laughs) And she was like, wait, oh, yeah, I was married to Andre Agassi. That guy. That guy. Did uh, you ask her about Open? The great Andre Agassi book. Yeah, we had a totally like amicable chat for the entirety of the M8 bus ride. <laughs> no, she like obviously immediately walked past me, and I was being a New Yorkian, being cool. Right, and she was being New Yorkian, t- taking a bus. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Yeah, totally. Stars, they're just like us. Right. <laughs> um, and then, and then the other thing was, and like this is an interesting thought experiment. If he won back to back Grand Slams, because he holds all four right now, right? And mm-hmm. it's like totally, he's in range to win a Grand Slam. Like, if he won back to back Grand Slams, like, would that be enough, or would that just be numbing? That I worry. Yeah, numbing. I think he's getting numbing as it is. Um, except for that stand loss, it just seems like it's like a foregone conclusion. Even in yeah. Masters titles and everything, like he just grinds the Masters titles, like he could win a gold medal in Re- medal in Rio, right. thereby uh, executing the Golden Slam. Ooh, Steffi territory. Steffi territory, which you know, that's rare air, as right. we will talk about. Right. Um, I feel like it's numbing. I think what he could do is like maybe start in- inviting like refugees or like. Um, political dissidents to like come to make his end of tournament speeches for him. Ooh, that's nice. Right. Like hand it off. Remember, uh, I don't know if you're 
remember, but did you know that Marlon Brando, when he won an Oscar, he sent a Native American there to yes. his speech? Right. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's exactly what I'm talking about. Or like his box is just like human rights heroes. Yeah. Like no coaches or anything, because who cares? Yeah, really? like literally unimpeachable <laughs> if Novak Djokovic surrounds himself with like a human shield of no future Nobel Peace Prize winners. <laughs> exactly. Uh, wonderful suggestions. As we go into what is now grass course season, mm-hmm. or as Judy Murray calls it on Twitter, pimming. <laughs> the pim season. The great the pim, pim season. season. Shall we check in as Wimbledon is getting in the way? I think so. I think so. And Federer should be back, which is exciting. I hope so. He played yeah. a three-setter today and looked pretty good. I'm not even going to say it, but Federer could make a nice run and retire. That would be great, right? Oh, to, to just – I think he'll play forever, but that would be great if he just, like, dropped the racket at the end. Oh, that would be amazing. Have a good uh, week, Caitlin. Thank you, Chris. Talk to you soon. You cannot be serious.